The best of the best out west. Frackleton's Fine Food and Spirits on Main Street, downtown Sheridan, where good food is good mood. Remember that cowboy in the song, him and his horse looking for water? Cool, clean water. Well, if that cowboy and Dan were here today, they'd just call 307 Wildcat Well Service, a local company that specializes in water drilling and pumps, residential or ranch, repair or service. So for water wells and all that goes with them, look for a 307 Wildcat Well Services ad in the country bounty. And you too will have cool, clean water. Water, water. Hammer Chevrolet is an opening in the Collision Center for a body shop technician. This is Sheridan's premier Collision Center. You're working with the best technicians in the business. Hammer's offers a great employee-centered working environment with benefits that include a generous 401k, outstanding Blue Cross Blue Shield health insurance, paid time off, a very lucrative signing bonus for the right candidate. Come work with the best collision team around. Apply in person at Hammer Chevrolet Collision Center next to Hammer Chevrolet. 170 Stouser Hammer's is an equal opportunity employee. Did you hear? Pole Motor has moved. Now located at 1812 Coffeen Avenue. Pole Motor is open and ready for your business with an expanded lot and larger inventory to better serve you. When searching for a used vehicle, make Pole Motor the first place you look. Pole Motor has a fresh, diverse used car inventory and professional staff who will gladly help you buy your next new car. New vehicles are arriving daily, so stop in and check out Pole Motor's new lot or shop online at PoleMotor.com. Hey Sheridan, it's Michelle from the Sports Stop and it's our birthday. That's right, the Sports Stop is celebrating 45 years in downtown Sheridan. We are celebrating you, our valued customers, for the whole month of July with a sale that's going to be worth shopping for and free lunch while it lasts. Every week in July, we'll be adding fun birthday promotions, giving away huge door prizes that you can sign up to win, playing birthday games, and giving away free stuff. Follow us on Facebook for details and stop by often. We love being a part of this community and part of downtown Sheridan. Happy birthday, Sports Stop. There aren't many faces people are excited to see first thing in the morning before they've even had their coffee. But the McDonald's drive through workers who take your order on the way to work have almost all of those faces. Get your $1 any size hot coffee with caramel paired with a sausage McMuffin. Right now, buy one sausage McMuffin and get another one for just a dollar. Price and participation may vary. Valid for item of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. Hammer Chevrolet is an opening in the Collision Center for a body shop technician. This is Sheridan's premier Collision Center. You're working with the best technicians in the business. Hammer's offers a great employee-centered working environment with benefits that include a generous 401k, outstanding Blue Cross Blue Shield health insurance, paid time off, a very lucrative signing bonus for the right candidate. Come work with the best collision team around. Apply in person at Hammer Chevrolet Collision Center next to Hammer Chevrolet. 107 East Dowser. Hammer's is an equal opportunity employer. Are you a weekend warrior battling a nagging injury? Whether it's biking, hiking, backpacking, or seasonal yard work, don't let those aches and pains become something more. This is Charlotte Walter, physical therapist with Wyoming Rehab. We can help you feel better and get in shape for all of your upcoming endeavors. Give us a call and we'll set you up with a free screen and treatment recommendation for your non-emergent pains. Sheridan Memorial Hospital's Wyoming Rehab, 674-1632.
Hey Sheridan, it's Michelle from The Sports Stop and it's our birthday. That's right, The Sports Stop is celebrating 45 years in downtown Sheridan. We are celebrating you, our valued customers, for the whole month of July with a sale that's going to be worth shopping for and free lunch while it lasts. Every week in July, we'll be adding fun birthday promotions, giving away huge door prizes that you can sign up to win, playing birthday games, and giving away free stuff. Follow us on Facebook for details and stop by often. We love being a part of this community and part of downtown Sheridan. Happy birthday, Sports Stop. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. The Honorable Representative Liz Cheney was first elected in 2016 on a platform of pursuing conservative solutions to help create jobs, cut taxes and regulation, expand America's energy, mining and ag industries, and restore America's strength and power in the world. Cheney sits on the House Armed Services Committee and also serves as the vice chair for the House Select Committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol. Welcome, Representative Cheney. Well, it's great to be here. Always great to be back in Sheridan. So thank you very much for having me. It's it's been a it's a busy time for you. It to is. Say that. <laughs> that is that is true. <laughs> to say the least. Uh, last night you were involved in the Republican debate for the House of Representatives. How did you feel that went? I thought it was really a great opportunity for all five of us to have the chance to answer some of the the key questions. Of course, we had a, a great panel of questioners, and um, and I I, th- I I think it was a really good debate too because it was civil, and I think that's what people um, expect, and I think it's what people deserve. Um, they deserve to hear where we have differences and, and what our proposals are in terms of the solutions. So I, I thought it was very very good time well spent and a, and a good debate. Now, uh, with everything that has been going on in Washington, you've had your hands pretty full. How difficult has it been to juggle the duties of, of your position with the campaign, the committee? I mean, you're busy. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's um, it's what you get paid to do. And, um, you know, if you look back at uh, everything that's been going on, you know, uh, we just don't sort of have the luxury to deal only with one of those one of those key issues that we're facing. So, um, uh, you know, I've been able to introduce uh, over 200 bills um, in this Congress uh, focused on a whole range of issues that are just crucially important for us here at home. Uh, things like uh, allowing the um, sale of meat across state lines. It's inspected in state meat processing facilities and telehealth legislation, legislation that would um, prohibit future bans imposed by the president on any oil and gas leasing on federal lands. Um, so a whole range of issues, NEPA reform. You just have to acknowledge that you're going to be doing, you know, uh, everything uh, that you can all at once. I'm also the vice chair of the Western Caucus, and the Western Caucus is a really important body um, right now when we are in the minority in the House because, you know, we can't control what the hearings are going to be, for example, in the Natural Resources Committee, but on the Western Caucus, we can. And so we've been able there to have hearings on energy policy, on water policy, 
had a number of, of witnesses from Wyoming come and testify in front of the committee about issues that matter to us. So there's a, there's a lot going on, but you know these issues all really matter very much, and and you know we've got to make sure that we have a representative who can uh, be focused on on all of those things all at once. Now I, I'm I'm going to go off my uh, my sheet here just for a moment because I'm, I'm curious with with these hearings happening and and meetings with the caucus and and individuals coming from Wyoming to speak in Washington. Do you feel that the current administration is even listening to to concerns from individuals uh, from Wyoming? You know, I think that it varies. Um, there are some instances, certainly, for example, like with the recent floods in, in Yellowstone, um, uh, I've had very good discussions with uh, Secretary Holland, Secretary of Interior. I know she's going to be out in Yellowstone, uh, I believe, next week. Um, uh, there are some issues like that that we really have been able to make sure we get sort of federal executive branch focus and attention on. There are also issues where we've been able to get bipartisan work done. Um, I was proud to co-sponsor legislation with Congressman Nagoose from Colorado that would ensure that we are providing um, reimbursement for our wildland firefighters um, to make sure that they are uh, compensated for the very dangerous and risky work that they do. Um, but then, of course, you know, there are other areas where we can't get answers and where the policies don't make sense. Um, I would say one of those areas has to do with uh, unleashing American energy. And we had bipartisan support for the Biden administration decision to stop importing oil and gas from Russia. That was really important that they did just after the invasion of Ukraine. Um, and then there was also, frankly, bipartisan support in the Congress for pushing the Biden administration to take steps to reduce the regulatory process, for example, for um, licensing new terminals for the export of natural gas. Um, so they, the, the administration was being pushed by both Republicans and Democrats in Congress, but they just have not moved. Instead of taking steps that would allow us to you know, unleash our own production, they're releasing you know, petroleum from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Um, and all of this is happening, of course, while we're watching gas prices and diesel prices just go absolutely through the roof. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. And this is one of those areas where um, it just, you know, the, the way they're operating is counter to common sense. Um, so I think it's really important for us to make sure Wyoming has a representative who's going to be a strong voice on all of those issues um, and who will be sure the administration recognizes the impact their policies are having on, on our communities all across the state. Now, how has the current administration's energy policies affected the people of Wyoming that you have seen? Because you've been out speaking with individuals out there. Yeah. What are they telling you? Yeah. Uh, have they essentially lost faith in, in, in Washington to help them out at the, at the pump? Yeah, I think so. I think we're facing a situation where um, the, the policies themselves, and there are a whole bunch of policies, some of which are, you know, just, just the massive spending programs, unfortunately, that are causing inflation, um, that, that are really hurting people, um, you know, when, when they go to try to fill up their car, when they go to buy groceries, you know, when you've got inflation higher than it's been in something like 40 years, um, you know, that people are going to feel that in every aspect of their lives. In terms of the energy policies, you know, it's really too bad. There's such a lost opportunity because here in Wyoming, we have the cleanest fossil fuel 
in the world. Um, we've also got these incredible technological um, advances and, and you know, looking at what's going on at the Integrated Test Center, for example, looking at what's happening, going on at the University of Wyoming, um, looking at some of the new developments they're using at Jonah Field in terms of drone technology, for example, to detect gas leaks. I mean, it is, there's tremendous work that's being done that uh, the whole country could benefit from. Um, carbon capture, for example, that is just sort of the, the folks who are pushing to eliminate fossil fuels ignore all of that tremendous progress and ignore the fact that if, if we eliminate or make it very difficult to get access to our own fossil fuels in Wyoming and, and across the country, you're going to end up reliant on um, nations that, like Venezuela, for example, um, you know, we, we do not need to be buying our oil from Venezuela, um, and it's it, all of those fossil fuels are certainly going to be much less clean than ours are here at home. So I think um, we certainly need different energy policies, and we need energy policies that reflect that we know how to get access to those resources, we know how to do it in a way that doesn't impact the environment, um, minimizes the impact. And that that ought to be a lesson for the whole world, frankly. So as we go forward, uh, should you be reelected, what are some of the things that you know that you can do today that will really make uh, those changes within those policies? Uh, because, uh, you know, being within the minority, it's very hard. It's an uphill battle up there at Capitol Hill. So what can you do today for the people of Wyoming up there? Yeah, well, look, I think it's really important that I've had five and a half years of experience as Wyoming's representative. And in my first term, um, we had Republican control of the House and the Senate and the White House. Uh, and then, um, of course, we lost control uh, of the House and the Senate uh, after that. Um, and so it's a different thing. When you're in the majority and you can actually get legislation passed, sometimes you don't even need to work with the minority because you have enough votes to get it passed on its own. Um, that's a different way of operating. Um, now that we are not in the majority, um, you know, there, there are a couple of things that are really important. One is making sure Wyoming has a voice, making sure that um, my colleagues from other states on both sides of the aisle understand why these issues matter, why they matter for the people of Wyoming. And there are, there are bills that we can get done together, things like expanding telehealth, for example. Um, you know, the reimbursement for the telehealth uh, care that we saw the special rules that were put into place at the beginning of COVID really made it easier for people all across our state to, to be able to use telehealth, to be able to consult with their medical care providers. Um, and we need to expand those. That's not a partisan issue. That's something that we really ought to be able to get done uh, and, and have been able to get done on a bipartisan basis. Um, looking at things like national security, looking at things like defense. I also serve on the Armed Services Committee. And I'm really proud. Just last week, we had our long, it's about a 15-hour markup um, where we mark up the National Defense Authorization Act, authorizes the funding for America's military. And um, for 61 years now, we've passed that bill on a bipartisan basis every year. Um, usually it's unanimous. And, and that doesn't mean we don't have big arguments and big disagreements. You know, I, I um, believe strongly in our nuclear forces, our strategic forces, um, a huge defender, obviously, of Warren Air Force Base and the importance of Warren Air Force Base. We're going to have the next generation of ICBMs. Warren has been identified as the very first place where we're going to be able to put those new missiles. 
Um, and so I'm a strong advocate for the strongest national defense possible. Um, not all of my colleagues on that committee agree with me in terms of you know how much money we need to spend or what we should spend it on, but we managed to work out our differences and to have debates um, and you know learn from each other. And I think that the product shows uh, what what can be done when we work together. This may seem a, a bit like a blanket question uh, because a, a lot of facets go into it, but. Uh, what have you done in the past and, and what can be done in the future to help reduce the tax burden mm. uh, that just seems to increase and increase upon uh, uh, Wyoming residents? Yeah, well, look, I think, you know, we have to be honest, for example, that, that when people pay uh, what they're paying now at the pump, that's a tax on everybody. So even if the administration doesn't call it a tax, it certainly is a tax. And, uh, you know, my view philosophically and fundamentally is we ought to have low taxes. I think that what we know, if you look historically, that if you want economic growth, if you want job creation, the private sector is the engine of that growth. And so people ought to be able to keep more of, of what they earn. And um, we ought to reduce the tax burden on people so that they're able to reinvest, so they're able to create jobs. Um, I think that you know we're now in a situation economically where um, because the Biden administration came in and immediately put in place a whole range of really um, extensive spending bills. And, and at the time, you know, I talked to a number of members of the administration at the very beginning when they were proposing this new spending and said to them, you know, how are you um, dealing with the fact that this is going to create significant inflationary pressure? And they said, well, we're not worried about that. It will... You know, we're going to spend this money over a long enough period of time. You don't have to worry about inflation. And, of course, you know, that was absolutely wrong. So um, I really, you know, believe this is an area of real disagreement um, but that I have with the administration. It's just fundamental. I, I think that the federal government is too big. I think the federal government ought to be doing just a very few things. Uh, one of those is defending the nation. Um, I don't think that the federal government should be in the business of, you know, telling people what kind of health care they can receive or telling parents how they can educate their kids. Um, I think government is best that governs closest to us. And I also think it's best, you know, if, if um, in our local communities, if you've got a problem or an issue or a disagreement, you ought to really be able to sort of, you know, walk across the street or walk down the street or pick up the phone. You ought to be able to talk directly to the people that are um, involved in, you know, passing uh, the laws that, that we all have to live under. And and I think it, it's, you know, when you get a federal government that's 2,000 miles away, too often thinking, well, one size fits all, um, that really hurts us in Wyoming. And so I, I do believe it's one of my most important jobs uh, to be able to say, look, you know, what Wyoming needs is, you know, we need rural broadband, for example. Um, and how can we get that in place? How can we make sure that, um, you know, we're providing that for all of our citizens? But explaining to people what makes us special, what makes us unique, and the burden that we face here in Wyoming from uh, really overreaching hand of the federal government. <laughs> 
Now, China's influence on the global market has been expanding since about 2002 uh, with their development of the capitalist pockets. Um, what are your thoughts on that expansion and growth, and how can the United States remain an industrial leader against uh, a, socialist, a or excuse me, socialist ideology competing on a free market like that? Uh, you know, we have bills to pay. Uh, we have employees and benefits to, to cover. In many places, they don't. Yeah, it's it's such an important question. You know, um, what we've seen with respect to China, in my opinion, is that administrations of both parties got China wrong and um, thought that if we opened up economically, if we helped them join the WTO, that that would force them to have to open up politically and that we would you know be able to work with China, that they'd become part of a community of nations. And that's the opposite of what has happened. You know, we helped them get access to our markets. We helped them become a member of the WTO. And, you know, they have essentially um, used that space and time to create a massive surveillance state in China. And it's a surveillance state that they want to export around the world. Um, and they're doing it through a whole variety of means. I mean, if you look back at the Olympics that have just passed, um, they were advertising for athletes arriving in Beijing to use the Chinese cryptocurrency, for example. Well, Chinese cryptocurrency is a surveillance currency. So, um, you know, it allows the government of China to have access to um, significant amounts of data and information of anybody who uses it. We've watched the Chinese government um, engage certainly in a whole range of different activities in terms of espionage, in terms of cyber. Um, cyber attack, um, and they're making huge strides in their military, uh, huge strides in the development and deployment of nuclear weapons and, and hypersonic weapons and, and uh, you know, all sorts of programs with new technology. Um, so I think we have to be realistic about um, and honest about the threat China poses. You know, because we, we became so comfortable with dealing with China economically, um, the the impact of that um, is, is very dangerous for us. You know, we're in a situation where we rely on um, critical minerals, for example, from China to power some of our most important defense technologies. We actually have been in a system where the retirement money, the Thrift Savings Plan, which is the government retirement program that members of the military are part of, some of the funds in the Thrift Savings Plan uh, for a long time, were invested in companies in China that had ties to the Chinese military. So really? taking, you know, the retirement money of U.S. service members and, you know, investing it into these companies with ties to the military. They're, they're, we have to understand the threat they pose. They certainly view defeating us as necessary to accomplish their future plans. And um, we have to be much smarter about uh, how we counter that threat. Now, I, I, I know your thoughts on the American Rescue Plan Act. Um, is there uh, plans or is there um, strategies to combat this inflation uh, from that spending? Yeah, I mean, look, it is. Um, I think it's really important for us to recognize um, the impact that that government spending is having. I think, as I said before, um, it, you know, if you look at some of the infrastructure programs that were part of the proposal, 
Um, there are certainly programs in there, and I think Cynthia and John and I have all said programs in there that are beneficial for Wyoming, but they were far outweighed by the programs that um, that hurt Wyoming businesses and by the spending involved. I think both parties have to come to grips with spending, and um, we have to understand that we're dangerously close to um, having, uh, you know, and, and we probably have, have passed it, but um, each year we sort of say, well, we're going to get spending under control. Um, and I, I will never forget so many lessons from Mike Enzi from my time serving with Mike. But, but one certainly was every year when we were debating the budget, you know, Mike would remind John and me that we're having all these debates and battles in Washington about the federal budget, and it was all about over just about 27% of the money that actually gets spent because all the rest of that budget is mandatory spending that rolls over every year. So it just keeps going and going and going. And we have to find ways to get that under control. Um, one of the things that I think makes a lot of sense is to look at all of that spending that's mandatory and say, let's protect and set aside Social Security, Medicare, you know, veterans benefits, those things we've got to protect. But if you protect that and you say, well, what else are we spending money on every year without even taking a look at it? There's about a trillion dollars of programs that just some member of Congress managed to get it approved for mandatory spending. And so it just goes on and on. And we ought to take that and say, put that over on the discretionary side of the ledger so that we actually have to debate it. And we actually have to defend it. Um, and I think Congress definitely Congress is not, it's dysfunctional in many ways right now, but, but one way certainly is the entire budgeting process. And that leads to this kind of massive spending that, that is um, really threatening our economic growth. Now, ma'am, uh, I, I want to give you an opportunity. What would you say to your critics who have accused you of not representing the people of Wyoming when regarding uh, former President Donald Trump? You know, I would say that Wyoming is a is a proud uh, conservative state, and um, you know I'm I'm incredibly proud. My family's been here for a hundred years, um, and and I believe deeply in the values uh, on which our state was founded. Uh, I'm incredibly proud to represent the people of Wyoming, um, and every member of Congress takes an oath. You know, the first day that the new Congress meets, we, we stand in the chamber of the House and we swear an oath under God, uh, and it's an oath to the Constitution. Uh, and, and that oath has to mean something. So um, when we have a situation like the one that we faced on January 6th and in the days after, um, my duty and my obligation is to that oath. And if I were to say, you know what, I'm only going to abide by my oath if it helps me politically. Um, then I, I, I would be betraying that oath, and I can't do that. So I, I know that the people of Wyoming um, believe fundamentally in, in the truth, and they expect that from their elected officials. Um, and, and I certainly wouldn't want to be represented by somebody who is only going to uphold the Constitution um, when it served her political purposes. I think it's fundamentally important all of us as Americans know that there's a reason why we swear an oath the Constitution. We don't swear an oath to a party. We don't swear an oath to an individual, uh, but it's it's to that document which underpins everything. Ma'am, uh, I want you to have this opportunity to say whatever you would like to say to the voters of uh, of your state. 
Well, uh, it has been an incredible honor to represent Wyoming for five and a half years now, and uh, I'm going to work hard to earn every single vote um, leading up to our primary on August 16th. I'd like to remind people that early voting is already underway um, and that um, it really, really matters, this decision that we make uh, this primary. Um, and. Um, that I think it's it's important for all of us to recognize Wyoming can be a model for the country, a model for the whole world in terms of um, how to do things right, um, how to live by our principles, uh, how to keep our taxes low, um, our government limited, how to put our family at the center of, of our communities and our lives. Um, so I'd like to ask everyone for their vote and uh, really just been an honor and a privilege to serve. Ma'am, thank you so much for the time that you've given us thank today. Thank you. It's All my great. best in the upcoming election. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you. At Eliason Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. They're not just there at tax time. Cloud Peak Accounting's professional staff is available year-round to help you with your business accounting, personal records, and ranch accounting, too. With their easy-to-use website, it's easy to do business with them, and they're currently accepting new clients. Don't have time to come in to meet with them? Don't worry. You can even do business with Cloud Peak Accounting from the comfort of your own home. Visit cloudpeakcpa.com. What is your business worth? Have you considered buying or selling a business? Our certified valuation professionals at Harker Mellinder can help you determine the proper values in gifting, estate planning, and the purchase or sale of your business. This is Chance Harris. Harker Mellinder has been providing professional valuation services for Sheridan area businesses since 1995. Schedule an appointment today to discuss how a business valuation can work for you. Harker Mellinder, 672-0785. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. Now for the second part of our show this morning, I am joined by Sage Community Arts Executive Director Jill Benson, the Food Group Executive Director Carrie McMeans, the Development Coordinator for Sheridan Memorial Hospital Foundation Jasmine Slater, and of course Sheridan Community Land Trust Carnival Barker in Chief, Mr. Chris Verba. Good morning, folks. How are you? Good morning. Now, uh, we're, we're going to try and get through this uh, pretty quick, but I, I want to explore each organization uh, because I've got listeners out there who may not know one of them. So I'm going to start over here with you, Jill. Uh, what is Sage Community Arts? We are a community art organization that has two galleries. We're located right downtown uh, in beautiful downtown Sheridan. We have the members gallery and the exhibition gallery where uh, community members can see regional to national art. And we also offer classes from beginning and uh, young age all the way up to master level classes. And we're free and open to the public. There you go, folks. You feel like creating some art, you know where to go. Over here to Carrie McMeans, what is the food group? 
Uh, the food group seeks to alleviate childhood hunger in Sheridan County, Wyoming by providing nourishment to children. So the food group connects uh, the resource of food with children in the county. And um, one of the ways you can see that is through our flagship program called the Weekend Food Bag. It's similar to what people might know as a backpack program. And we're connecting um, children with resources of having enough food to eat over the weekend while school's not in session and also during um, times of year when school's not in session, for example, right now in summer. All right, now we're going to shotgun right over uh, the Sheridan Memorial Hospital Foundation. Yeah, just like the foundation of the house, it is the foundation that supports the hospital. So um, we're here to support the mission of the hospital to provide excellent patient-centered care here to all of the patients in our community. So we're here to support all of the work that the hospital does and to support the community to make sure that they have health care where they need it. Mr. Uh, Carnival Barker over there. Tell me about the Sheridan Community Land Trust, my friend. Great morning, Floyd. I tell you, I had a fantastic 4th of July. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I got on some fantastic trout. I found a new stream I really enjoyed. It was a great time. And, you know, that's all part of the Sheridan Community Land Trust mission because, as you know, we're making it easier than ever before to go from your front door to the outdoors here in Sheridan County, and let me tell you this. Oh, look at that. You always got to take a minute to stop and sniff the flowers. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, for those of you who can't see, he's showing me a, a photograph. It looks like uh, your dog. No, I, you know, I am a dogless person. They tend that to bring the moose me, back Chris. to that, me. That surprises me, Chris. I talk me. to him enough already. No, this was actually taken by a trail user. Uh, Wade Epperson shared some absolutely gorgeous pictures from our new section of Poverty Flat Trails up on the top of Red Grade Trails. This was actually taken June 30th. Uh, so, now, yeah. if, if it seems like I'm in a bit of a hurry, uh, that's because I am. There's a great message that these folks have teamed up to get out there, and that is Wyo Gives 20. 22. Now, for listeners who may not know what it is, could someone tell me what Y.O. Gives 2022 is out of this? Uh, you know what? I'm just going to start calling you guys my Justice League. You guys <laughs> look like a good one. So uh, what is Y.O. Gives? Y.O. Gives is a 24-hour online giving day, to where and it goes statewide. There's over 250 nonprofits participating, and it is excuse me, a wonderfully easy way to get to your community nonprofits, your statewide nonprofits that you want to give to on this beautiful, very easy-to-use platform. And, you know, with scammers out there nowadays, uh, they're taking every angle that they can to try and get your dollar. And uh, uh, recently, a lot of those angles that I've noticed are they look like a foundation. They'll they'll approach you using somebody else's name, and we all know that they've approached us using other people's email addresses, other people's information. So Y.O. Gives is a great opportunity that if you want to give, you know exactly where the money's going, don't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's all kind of fed through this organization. Now, has this been successful in the past? Uh, how old is Y.O. Gives? Does anybody know? This is its third year, Floyd. Third and, year. You know, and I can attest firsthand at Sheridan Community Land Trust uh, without the incredible gifts that folks have come together during Y.O. Gives in 2020 and 2021 we wouldn't be building poverty flat right now we wouldn't have a new trailhead up there we wouldn't have been able to build bear gulch east it was 
community support coming through those fundraisers. Each year we've raised money for the Wyatt, excuse me, for the Red Grade Trails build, right, to connect the base to Bear Gulch. And good news, that trail that's actually making that connection is being built right now. There are trail building professionals up on the mountain making an incredible, safe, sustainable trail. And that's great for hikers, bikers, walkers, runners, photographers, plant finders, uh, flower peepers. Uh, excuse mm-hmm. me, it's plant peepers and flower finders. It's to be alliterative, right? right? <laughs> and so, like, last year, thanks to all the folks who chipped in and helped out, we were able to raise nearly 75000 to help build Red Grade Trails. Now, that's part of more than $2.3 million dollars that was raised statewide for nonprofits, which I would say the only scam you're going to find there is the scam of making your community an even better place. And guess what? You can choose what you want to support on exactly. Wild Gives Day. Now, was this, a, was this born out of a necessity after COVID? Does anybody know if, if that's why Wild Gives was founded? Because for a while there, I mean foundations and organizations couldn't get together we couldn't hold our charitable events and and i was really worried and then all of a sudden i heard about yo gives and so i'm just gonna i'm just assuming that maybe it was born out of that i don't have it a a yo gives official so i think they've been working on this for a while this uh, this isn't something that we can (laughs) dream up because it is a pretty amazing thing but i know that other states um, in other larger areas, they have been doing this for a while. So they'll have things. There's a Seattle Gives Day. Um, there's a, I know Idaho Gives. Um, they've been doing this for a couple years prior in Idaho. So they've seen it successful in other areas. Um, and then, you know, when YO Gives started up in 2020, I think it was because they recognized the platform. They recognized the need and, you know, kind of connecting those together. And, you know, Wyoming is a special place. So being able to you know, unite all the people in Wyoming and or in your communities and in your nonprofits. I think, you know, they really saw the opportunity there and the timing, I think, was more than perfect for us and what we needed. So everything it was one of those things. Everything just fell right into place when it needed a to, little serendipitous right? for yeah. us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, um, how does Sage use the charitable contributions uh, that you receive? Uh, these are fantastic uh more freeform contributions that we're able to do. Uh, we're so grateful for them because they're not specifically earmarked to one specific thing. So that allows us to expand our programming, be able to be a lot more flexible when, you know, as I've said, every time I come on here, collaboration is my favorite, favorite word. So when we have these unearmarked funds that come into us, we're able to really pivot into whatever idea or collaboration with maybe there's a food group or with uprising we could go into there, we can fund the program, the uh, collaborative effort that we're doing without any restrictions, therefore giving more into the community, inspiring and building as we're trying to through the visual arts, and then also raising up our partner organizations as well. I love that collaboration. It, uh, and, and you guys have been doing a great job over there. Uh, and so is the food group. You guys have uh, made a lot of collaborations over the past couple of years, and everyone just pulling our efforts together because we're all kind of serving the same cause. How do you guys use your uh, contributions over at the food group, Carrie? Well, Floyd, the food group is uh, privately funded, so we do not receive any state or federal funding, and we rely heavily on direct public support. 
Um, and so the money that comes in from our donors, uh, we use that food, or excuse me, you, we use that money to purchase food. And um, really, um, how can we continue to never say no to a child? And um, we need the support of our local funders and our local donors to be able to always um, serve kids in the full capacity that we can serve them and never say no to a child. The community literally coming together to feed itself and yes. feed its future. Yes, we are a community feeding children. <laughs> now over to the Sheridan Memorial Hospital Foundation. How do you guys like to use these uh, contributions? Yeah, for us, it really does go a lot like what Jill said. It is a lot of the area of greatest need for us. Um, with a hospital, things change pretty regularly, as you guys can imagine, over the last couple of years especially. And for us, it really is what the immediate need is now to help serve our patients, help serve our staff to make sure that they can provide the best experience, the best patient experience. It's really important for us. But what is really great about this platform, I will say, is that you can put out there what is your greatest need. You can specify. You can put 10 different projects up there if you want to so that you can find what really connects with you know, with our community um, as to what they want to give to, or you have a special project that you want funded, or you can make it one general thing that they give to. So it really is specialized and you can make it very specific to a specific effort that you might have, or, um, you know, just have one thing that goes to your area of greatest need. So for us, that is a lot of it, but we have a couple of other areas right now. Um, we have a gap fund that makes it so that between the hospital and when a patient goes home, they can use the funds for those kinds of emergency needs while they're in between that phase, um, that gap, if you will, which is where it came from, but also the Welch Cancer Center, our scholarship fund, just some things that, you know, are always going to have a need at the hospital and that we can put some of those funds towards. But Area of Greatest Need really gives our board and our organization the ability to give funds exactly when we need them and push them straight through to the hospital so that we can do that immediately and make sure that our patients are taken care of when we need to. Now, our carnival barker told us how they like to use it over there at the Sheridan Community <laughs> Land Trust. Uh, so I'm going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, when we return, we're going to continue with our, our panel of charitable organizations talking about why it gives uh, our own little Justice League. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM, Sheridan. At Eliason Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. I'm voting for Liz Cheney and here's why. As a small business owner, I appreciate Liz Cheney's support of rural health care initiatives. She has supported the military. She's a great supporter of Warren Air Force Base. Liz will respect and protect our public lands in Wyoming. I'm proud to support Liz Cheney's stance on a strong national defense and her support for veterans. Join me in voting for Liz Cheney 
on August 16th. I'm Liz Cheney, and I approve this message. Paid for by Liz Cheney for Wyoming. Hammer Chevrolet is an opening in the collision center for a body shop technician. This is Sheridan's premier collision center. You're working with the best technicians in the business. Hammer's offers a great employee-centered working environment with benefits that include a generous 401k, outstanding Blue Cross Blue Shield health insurance, paid time off, a very lucrative signing bonus for the right candidate. Come work with the best collision team around. Apply in person at Hammer Chevrolet Collision Center next to Hammer. Hammers Chevrolet, 107 East Dowser. Hammers is an equal opportunity employer. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends over there at Elias and Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting, and this morning I am joined by Sage Community Arts Executive Director Jill Benson, the Food Group Executive Director Carrie McMeans, and the development coordinator for Sheridan Memorial Hospital Foundation, Jasmine Slater, and Sheridan Community Land Trust Carnival Barker in chief, Mr. Chris Verba. We're talking about Wyo Gives. This is a statewide 24 hour online fundraising event that is designed to bring the state together as one community to raise money and awareness for Wyoming's nonprofits. Now, along with this event, we also have something going on here. Tell me about the Wild Gives Coffee Crawl. Anyone can jump in. Yeah. <laughs> Every, all, I love this. Like, Everyone's like, oh, it. we can yeah. all do it together. Yeah. Uh, so we'll just we'll just start. Uh, Chris, we'll start over here with you, partner. Well, it's real simple. You know, before the break, you were talking about collaboration. And this is a collaboration where there are, at this moment in time, 29 local nonprofits. Wow. Right? 29 local nonprofits who are coming together for this coffee crawl. It's Rodeo Week, Wednesday, July 13th, Wild Gives Day. You can stop at coffee shops, coffee stops around Sheridan and Sheridan County because we have some up in Ranchester and Dayton as well. Go in support those coffee shops and like a portion of the proceeds are going to be donated back to this collective group of 29 local nonprofits. And while your cup is filled up, you'll also help fill our cups up. Ah, oh, I like that way to go. And I hold the cup up. I like it. Yeah, that looks good. I don't have to get me one of those. Well, <laughs> you know, this, this adventure mug right here, this campfire mug is perfect. Not only to fill up, uh, but, you know, it can defend you from bear. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good weapon. Uh, Jill, how do I participate? Do I just need to get up in the morning and, and on July 13th and just head to my local coffee shop? Yes, it's as simple as that. Go to your, as Chris said, your stops or your shops that you love to go to. And from 9 to 11 of that morning, we will have representatives from each one of our uh, nonprofits of these 29 nonprofits will be stationed with... Uh, one of these coffee shops or stops that also give to them throughout the rest of the year. Uh, and there might be some of the little events that they're doing. Sage is going to have a creation station at wherever we are. And then later that day at, in front of our kind of an open house sort of thing, we'll have um, some more stuff going on. But you can then see who exactly you're giving to. But then, as uh, we said, it's a collaborative effort. So we'll be able to help direct those on if you need that 
second cup of joe or if you want to switch to some iced tea we can direct you to where the next one is so you can give to that next group see that next participation as well see and i like how you drop the iced tea in there we, we don't have to go to all these <laughs> coffee shops they offer more than coffee yes. and so uh, yeah so by, yes. by the time you're done at 3 p.m or 4 p.m you're not running through the walls <laughs> just standing there and shaking now i've got about four minutes left but the, there's prizes involved somehow here did i read that correctly yeah, we're all bringing prizes. So, you know, if you stop at any one of these coffee stops, Floyd, you might have an opportunity to win one of these SCLT Adventure Begins coffee mugs so you can whack some bears or throw it at a moose or maybe <laughs> open up your food. Uh, you know, we have stops at Andy's. We got Bagels and Beyond. Excuse me, that one's no longer around. We have uh, Columbian Coffee Guy Van Gallery on Main up in Dayton, a nominate in Ranchester, Java Gypsy, Mudslingers, Coffee Shop at Midland Market, a Happy Camper, Sheridan Donut Company, which I believe is now glazed and confused. Which not to be too confused. <laughs> Monday, that's know where Tuesday, we're going, right? Yeah. Starbucks and Welcome Market Hall. Wow, a lot of places that we can stop throughout the day. Uh, it, it, so I don't have to go to all these shops in one day, right? Like that isn't the point of the coffee crawl. Is to hit every shop that no. you can. Uh, you can just go to one shop, mm -hmm. sit and chat with an organization. Maybe if you want to learn more about that uh, organization and what they do, uh, now's your time. Yeah, I think it's really awesome because the collaboration piece on YO Gives is to support Wyoming and their nonprofits. But Sheridan, because of just the generosity in this community, is incredible. But to think that all of us, we're not competing. We're just here to right. support each other in this event and to come together and really the idea behind the coffee crawl is to have everyone support each other. And so all these funds come together and then we divide them up. And so we're all just promoting each other in this day. You know, we're all talking about our own nonprofits and our organizations and what they do, but we all just want each other to ultimately succeed in this event. But to think our organizations are also supporting us, these coffee shops are also giving in this day we're supporting yeah. local so it's really this just this awesome collaboration between all of us this partnership that we're all coming together and supporting each other it goes just beyond the yo gives idea of just giving to your nonprofits we're all giving back to each other which is really you know the mentality that we should all have in a time like this and so that's the really awesome part about it i got about one minute left uh now real quick i'll, I'll stick with you jasmine sure um where do i go on uh, uh, July 13th on YO Gives if I just want to contribute online. Yeah, yogives.org. You can go on there. You can specify your area if you want to. You can specify your organization, and you can give any contribution, large or small. And that's the great part about it is it might be an organization you don't work with on a, a regular basis, but they've impacted you. They've done things for you. You know, the food group that you want to help children, you want to be able to do that. You want to support the arts, you know, just giving those small contributions, but having them all in one place is really great to be able to just go there and do that. Um, and be able to contribute to everyone or anyone and everyone at that point. Exactly. Too. You could spread it over, uh, you know, multiple, multiple yes. organizations. Yeah, that's the great part. Guys, I want to thank you for coming in this morning. Uh, Chris, thank you. For getting all of this organized, I greatly appreciate it, my friend, and all my best to each organization that is participating in YO Gives. All right, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
Success in financial money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Disaster can strike and it's never convenient. Captain Clean is always on standby 24-7 to respond. From sewage backups to unexpected water inside your home, we can help. From fire and smoke damage to the unsightly mold found growing on your wall, our experts are here to help you from start to finish. Call Captain Clean today for your free consult. Captain Clean, 672-0726. Affordable solutions for healthy living. We clean more for you. It's about time we have a member of Congress who actually wants to represent us. Luckily, a true daughter of Wyoming, Harriet Hageman, is hoping to do just that. Harriet Hageman is a fourth-generation Wyomingite. She was raised on a ranch outside of Fort Laramie. Harriet Hageman attended Casper College on a livestock judging scholarship and then the University of Wyoming for her bachelor's and law degrees. Harriet has spent most of her career protecting those who put food on our table and gas in our cars against federal government overreach. Liz Cheney? She can't find Wyoming on the map. She has spent most of her life inside the Beltway. She's more interested in furthering the establishment agenda than ruffling feathers. Harriet Hageman gets it. She gets us. Harriet knows what we want, what we need. Let's send her to Congress to represent us. I'm Harriet Hageman, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Hageman for Wyoming. Sheridan Wild Rodeo, one of the biggest events in Sheridan. Time for family, friends, and visitors from all over the world to come home. The First Federal Bank and Trust family would like to extend a big welcome home to everyone. First Federal is a true community bank, investing and giving back in our community, sponsoring the nightly Indian Relay Races, the live coverage of the Friday morning broadcast, plus some fun rodeo trivia on SheridanMedia.com. So welcome home from the First Federal Bank and Trust family, a true community bank for over 85 years. Have you heard? Sheridan's own Vacutech is growing and they are hiring powder coaters, machine operators, welders, and more. With great opportunities for advancement, working at Vacutech is much more than just a job. It's a career. Vacutech offers outstanding benefits including comprehensive health, dental, and vision coverage, matching 401k, paid time off, and relocation assistance. Not to mention top-notch compensation. For more information and to apply, visit Vacutech's open opportunities page on their website at vacutechllc.com. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930, KROE, Sheridan. KROE.